Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. Be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net and join the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. We have a lot in store for this year, and you're going to want to be a part of the Travel Club. That's speakingoftravel.net. Speaking of Travel is brought to you by the Asheville Regional Airport. They've got nonstop flights. They've got 11 nonstop destinations connecting you anywhere you want to go. That's flyavl.com. And by Appalachian Realty, my good pals over off of Charlotte Street. If you're looking for a farmhouse or a funky loft or a nice little arts and crafts bungalow, you need to get up with my good pals over there at Appalachian Realty. That's AppalachianRealty.com. And remember, you can listen anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. Well, you know, traveling is so much about discovery and the unknown. Being curious and Open-minded when you're someplace that's completely unfamiliar really brings growth and change. Experiencing new places and new people helps challenge you to let go of your fear and discover who you really are. Well, my guest today is Michelle Laub. Michelle believes the path of transformation is often revealed on a journey to a sacred site, and she leads guided spiritual journeys to the Pyramid City in Central Mexico, the ancient home of the Daltecs, known as Artists of the Spirit. Welcome to the show, Michelle. I am so excited to have you here today. Thank you, Marilyn. I'm so happy to be here and to share my joy with people. That is awesome. Well, let's just get started, Michelle. Who are you and and what have you been doing? Like, were you... Uh, traveling as a kid? Did you visit mm. spiritual places when you were a child? Tell me about your evolution. Oh, this is my own creation. This is me. Um, my family, I was born in Brooklyn, New York, pretty much raised in concrete. As a matter of fact, in the history of my story, when we did a, a family trip to Florida, I was waiting to go to the orange place because to me, the map was what the world looked like. And so that trip was so significant in my life. And I always get really excited about something that never happened before. I've always been that person. And going on a spiritual journey is that. It's a a journey that's Outside, because you've never been in this place, and inside, because just that, that kind of flexibility gives you the opportunity to find, as you said, Marilyn, places in yourself that maybe you never knew existed. And then when did you start um, visiting this spiritual and sacred place? Okay. I started visiting Teotihuacan. Um, during the time in my life when I was very involved as a Toltec dreamer in the Toltec Mystery School. And many of you know about Toltecs, but you don't know you know, because Don Miguel Ruiz 
wrote a book called The Four Agreements. And so many people, when I tell them what I do, tell me, oh, I read that book. I love that book. I still have that book. I look at that book. Well, Don Miguel Ruiz was a Mexican um, young man. He was the youngest of 13 children. And his grandfather was a famous shaman. And his mother was a healer, a faith healer. And the way that this works in terms of how Don Miguel Ruiz got to be who he is, he's still alive, thank you, (laughs) um, is he was the youngest of 13 children and chosen to know the oral tradition of his family's lineage. And so he was taught by his grandfather and his grandmother. And doing so, and this will get more significant, more significant as I speak more about this, he would have gone to Teotihuacan, the pyramid city of the Toltecs, often in his life. Because Teotihuacan is a national shrine. Um, it's, it's like kids in our um, in, in the United States, go to Washington, D.C., or they visit the Statue of Liberty, some very important um, place that they can remember and, and learn a lot about their history from being at that place. So Don Miguel Ruiz often visited Teotihuacan, but he had that ability to go with his grandfather and his grandmother, who had all this information that they were teaching him as well. And his story is real interesting. I'll just give it to you really quick. Um, he rebelled like so many of us rebel. And, you know, I rebelled and became a hippie. He rebelled and became a medical doctor. So, and what happened with him was he um, had a near-death experience and a mystical experience in which he saved his own life and the others in the car with him while he was uh, getting uh, – while he had finished his residency – and from that mystical experience, he re-embraced his early roots and what he had learned as a child. And that's when everything changed for him and the Four Agreements emerged way after that. So what Don Miguel Ruiz can show us and what I can tell you is that I've been in Teotihuacan seven times. I I would love to take an annual pyramid, and it, it absolutely is my intention. That's my bucket list is to keep going back because every time I go back, I have a totally different experience. I'm different. My experience is different. Now I go back as the teacher. I went the first time as the novice, wide-eyed and amazed at everything I was seeing with thousands of questions. And I was, I went on that trip with my teacher when I was studying as a Toltec dreamer in the Toltec Mystery School. And that happened. And I, I just want to give you a quick summary of that. I've always been interested in indigenous people and how they managed. How did they do what they did? And so in, um, in my adult years, when I could travel, I went to the Amazon on a journey. Uh, working and meeting shamans and learning some shamanic skills that I use when I work with people now. And my biggest experience then was body surfing down the Amazon. 
That experience changed me forever. I was so scared and so, oh, just overwhelmed by it. And it had rained a lot, which it always does in the Amazon, but really a lot. And so the river was very fast, and we did it anyway. And that changed me. That changed me to know that when I put my mind to it and get out of my own way and don't limit my my thinking, that I can do anything. And so I started doing more things. My daughter was in the Peace Corps in Costa Rica. I vi- visited her a lot and explored the rainforests and worked with shamans there as well. And the the life of a mystic has become my life. And a mystic is simply a person who works through their intuition, the intuition from their heart. And so it's easy to be a mystic, isn't it, if we understand what that is. And we all have mystical experiences. So as I matured in my Toltec life, I decided that I wanted to teach more people to know what I know and do what I do. And so what happened was I retired as an educator, a professional educator in the New York City school system, and um, recreated my life as a mystic. Uh, well, <clears throat> you are giving me goosebumps and chills, and I am I, I'm just so moved by your story, Michelle, and I want to hear more. real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey, and I'm with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. It is a myth that there is a better day of the week to book an airline ticket in order to get the best price. Airlines are constantly adjusting their airfares up and down using sophisticated revenue management software tools, taking into account historic booking trends, competition, and current booking trends. However, it is important to book at least three weeks before your departure date, and even further out if possible, to obtain the most competitive price. But also, if you have flexibility regarding your travel dates, it makes sense to compare pricing based on slightly different itineraries. Sometimes one day's difference in your itinerary can save pretty big bucks. Again, this has been Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport. When you fly home, you're home. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... I'm Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. My guest today is Michelle Laub. Correct, Michelle? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. Michelle is here talking to us about the Doltec... 
thinking. Thinking. <laughs> yes. Thank you. And the principles of uh-huh. the wisdom and yes. uh, and your journey, your life journey, which is okay. uh, so deep. And and I, I'm curious what give us a little idea of this history yeah. that you're talking about. Okay. So a Toltec is um translated to mean the artist of the spirit. And it comes from the the idea that we're all artists creating our life whether we are aware of it or not. So if you look at your life right now, you can say to yourself, well what did I create? Who am I? What do I have around me? Who are the people around me? How do I spend my time? What do I think about? Well, an artist of the spirit is an artist who is spiritual. And for me, spiritual really means living your life from the energy of your heart in connection with your mind. So how do you do that? Because we all were conditioned to believe certain things and to act in certain ways. Well, Don Miguel Ruiz figured it out with a group of people who were his apprentices. He had 40 apprentices that he worked with for a really long time. And just by the way, my teacher was a direct apprentice of Don Miguel Ruiz. Her name is Rita Rivera, and I honor her. So Don Miguel Ruiz got this group of people together because what he wanted to do was to get people to figure out how they could be artists of the spirit. Because we're so conditioned to believe that what we think about is the most important thing in the world. And we're conditioned to follow certain traditions and do things that we don't even know why they're doing them, but our parents taught us and we did them. Well, that always fascinated me. I had a job as a guidance counselor in New York City, and one of the things that really amazed me was how different families were and how people's principles were so different from each other. So this Toltec stuff really fit me, and I always wondered why people do things that ultimately hurt themselves. And when I first read Don Miguel's initial book, The Four Agreements, it was right there. The agreements are um, be impeccable with your word. That means be who you are. Be the divine expression of you. And also recognize how you're relating to other people. That's the first agreement. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. And when you take things personally, you're really messing stuff up because nobody is you. It's not about you. When someone tells you something about you, if I can leave you with one really important thing in this broadcast, it is when someone tells you who you are, they're telling you who they are because we're all perceiving the world through our own eyes. They don't know who you are. And who you, they tell you you are, that's really none of your business. That's their perception. So to have a happier life, don't take anything personally. And what goes along with that is don't make assumptions. Ask questions. Have the courage to find the truth. Don't assume you know something when you don't really know it. And when you have the courage to ask questions and you don't take anything personally, trust me, 
your life gets easier. All the drama disappears. And what comes back to you is the energy that you need to live the fourth agreement. And that is always do your best. So these are such simple ideas, much more difficult to live by. And they go very, very deep. So back to Don Miguel, he he was able to ascertain this information from working with his apprentices and his years of being at Teotihuacan. I know that's an, an odd word for us, but it's Teotihuacan, and it is the pyramid city of the Toltecs. And Teotihuacan is a place to visit in which the city itself reveals to you who you are and gives you the opportunity to shift that experience to who you see yourself as being, to recreate your life with awareness of what is the divine expression of you. And the city is laid out to do that. So people say to me things like, well, what is that avenue of the dead when you start looking at a map of Teotihuacan? And they say, oh, is that where they buried all the bodies? Because there were all this mythology about Teotihuacan. Well, that's not it. The avenue of the dead is where you leave your old beliefs that don't serve you and walk over the area that was once a very large river Now it's more of a trickle. And as you go across that river, you have the opportunity to pick up, to recreate who you are, by who you want to be, by that best vision of you. And you walk down this very wide uh, paved area, and um, you're walking toward the largest pyramid in the western a continent here, the Pyramid of the Sun. And you're walking toward this huge Pyramid of the Sun. There are three pyramids at Teotihuacan, the Pyramid of the Moon, the Pyramid of the Sun, and the Pyramid of Kitsikaro, the Sun God. Kitsikaro, the, the uh, mythology around Kitsikaro is that he was the god um, that brought intelligence to man. And Teotihuacan was built as a place where man becomes God, and it was also the place where the scientists and artisans and um, businessmen, psychologists, priests, spiritual people were drawn to this place. It was the started the building of it in 400... Um, AD and ended in 300 BC. Uh, And so it took 700 years to build this. And people came from all over to build it and also to trade. And one of the things that's interesting from living in Asheville is that Asheville is a place that has sort of a bowl with mountains all around it. Well, so does Teotihuacan. Because people came out of the mountains to live there. And the story that I have from going there, because there's really nothing written from the early times. This was the people didn't have a written language. So 
What we can conjecture, though, is that they had to learn to live together in harmony because there were, at one point, over 200,000 people living in this pyramid city, and it's eight square miles. Think about that. And no plumbing. You know, remember that, too. So how are these people who are coming out of the mountains from different places going to learn to live together in harmony? Well, it seems that the four agreements is what enabled them to do it. So if we could do that, you know, wouldn't that be an interesting thing to everybody? So my goal, my personal goal, is that everybody knows what the four agreements are. And tell us them one more time. Okay, they are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. As newcomers flock to Asheville over the last 50 years, they join with locals to breathe new energy into the city. Marilyn Ball traces the bonds of community that give rise to Asheville today in her book, The Rise of Asheville, an exceptional history of community building. It's available at Malaprops, Barnes & Noble, Loft on Broadway, and Amazon.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport, fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, it's time to catch up with our good friend Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway. He's here with us today from the Highlands Cashers area of Western North Carolina. Hey, Doc, you're up here in my neck of the woods. Think I might just drive on up there and meet you. Hello, Marilyn. I'm a lot closer to you than I usually am. Here I am in Highlands, North Carolina. A stone's throw, well, maybe a little bit more, from where you are in North Carolina. And I'm right next to Cashers, and I'm just up the road from Diller, Georgia. This is Mountain Paradise. Did you know that Highlands, North Carolina, is the second highest in elevation incorporated city east of the Mississippi River in America? And it sure feels like it. It's cool here in the mornings, and it can be cold at night. 
The daytime year-round is glorious. Well, I could even reach up and touch heaven here. It's that nice. This is a city of art galleries. Uh, you want to go buy a Picasso, you got some extra spending money, meet me at Scudder's tonight, one of the great auction houses in the world. They auction off items like that. Believe me, they do. Nature sits side by side with art galleries, with fine restaurants here in Highlands. National Forest is everywhere. Waterfalls galore. Two of my favorites, Dry Falls and Bridal Veil Falls, are world-renowned for their beauty. But let's talk about eating a little bit. Marilyn, I started the day at the Dillard House, down the mountain in Georgia, just barely, with a country breakfast and memories of John and Mary Dillard, members of a family that go back to the American Revolution, when this was Cherokee country. Uh, Here in Highlands, it's totally different. There are a bunch of big city folks from Palm Beach, Atlanta, Asheville, Charlotte, and all over the country that come here during this time of the year to enjoy the fresh air and all the cultural wonders, including fine dining of Highlands. You know where I'm going to have dinner? Marilyn, I wish you were here with me. I need a companion bed. I'm going to Lakeside Inn, right by Harris Lake. It's just a short walk from where I am right now on Main Street. And I'm going to have fresh North Carolina trout stuffed with crab meat and a bottle of chilled white Bordeaux. Wow, it's going to be fun. And you know I hate eating alone, Marilyn. Think about it. Come join me. One thing Highlands has after dinner that most cities of this size don't have is major theater. The Highlands Playhouse has been around for over a half a century. Its talent comes from Atlanta, Charlotte, Charleston, New York, and they have Broadway-type productions all the time. You know what? Maybe after dinner, I'll go take in a play and get old Doc some extra culture, a real bonus of being here in Highlands. Tonight, however, I'm staying in Cashers, a little city close by, and I'm booked at the Highhampton Inn, one of the great spas with history in the entire country. The Highhampton Inn goes back to before the Civil War. It's a beautiful structure. It's on a few thousand acres with a view that is breathtaking. And food, listen, breakfast at the Highhampton Inn is by a fireplace that you will not believe. And you meet strangers. You know, hot coffee in the morning with a stranger, you've always got that great likelihood of making new friends. Afterwards, it might be time to take a hike and walk off some of this food. And I got my fly rod with me. You know, there's mountain streams everywhere. There's trout in those streams, just daring Doc to try to snag one of them. And I'll give it a chance. Marilyn, I think it's about time for old Doc to move on. And there are other places that we can go to in this beautiful Southland of ours. And for now, this is Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway for Maryland Ball. And speaking of travel, saying so long for now. And I hope to see you in your hometown soon. We all love the mountains, Doc, so much. So pour me a glass. See you soon. Michelle, tell us how somebody could sign up to go on a journey with you. Mm-hmm. 
So I I am going on a spiritual journey to Teotihuacan um, in September, from September 27th to October 2nd. And on this journey, there will be two other people with me, Kevin Murray, with whom I studied my Toltec uh, my whole Teltec history is is connected to him. He lives in Connecticut, and he is a business coach, and he teaches business from the heart. And um, also going with us is Marina Eval, and she's from Toronto, and she's a yoga teacher. And so she was really interested in the four agreements for her yoga students. And so we have the opportunity every morning in this beautiful place that we stay called the Dreaming House. And I'll tell you more about it. Every morning, she teaches a yoga class while the sun is just coming up. And the balloons that fly over Teotihuacan sail across the large windows as we're taking our yoga class. So we start the morning off in this just absolutely wonderful, peaceful, and lovely way. And Marina is a wonderful yoga teacher. So let me tell you something about the Dreaming House now, because I know I titillated you a little bit. So the Dreaming House was built by Toltec Dreamer, um, who had a vision, and a local gentleman who was a contractor. And Te- um, Teotihuacan is um, northeast of Mexico City, so that when you fly into Mexico, you go to Mexico City, and a van from the Dreaming House picks you up at the airport. We all meet at the airport. I'll tell you a very funny story. In in Mexico, and if you've been there, you notice that when like you go shopping and there's a lot of silver, everybody's selling the same thing. Well, in in the airport, there are restaurants just like we have here. It's a beautiful airport. It's pretty modern and new, but a lot of them are named Wings, like W I N G S. And so when you meet somebody there, you have to tell them which Wings you're meeting them at, or you could not find them. So, and that happened to me on my fourth trip there. And that's why I tell you, because every time I go, all these new things happen to me. On that journey, it was, oh, I don't know if I'm going to find my group. And then I realized that there were all these wing restaurants. So I walked around until I found them. And I'm walking around in Mexico. I do not speak Spanish. I hadn't been by myself, really, there at all. And I was like, oh, this is an adventure. I know I'm going to find them. They have to be here. They couldn't be anywhere else. So I, that, and that whole adventure was that. Everything in that, that time I went, everything was new. Everything was like the first time I had experienced it. So every time you go, it's a new experience. Well, let me go back to what Teotihuacan and the Dreaming House are like. The Dreaming House is adjacent to the Pyramid City itself. And so when you stay at the Dreaming House, you can walk right over. And we do, we do walk. We walk a lot. I would say that we walk more than I walk in Asheville unless I'm going for a walk, but it's not all hilly. It's pretty flat. But for people who are not into walking, you, you need to walk when you get on the property, but we, there is a van that will take you over. 
And you go over after breakfast. You have a beautiful breakfast that is Mexican food, but not spicy. And all the water is filtered. Everything is created for you to have the best experience ever. And on the property of the Dreaming House, there is a sweat lodge. There's a labyrinth. There um, are beautiful rooms that... Um, you, we have teaching and discussions in, and the Aztec dancers come to visit us there. It sounds so lovely. How many people go on these trips? Oh, I've I've been there with forty other people, and it, the uh, the hotel accommodates many people, and people come from all over the world. So you can meet people from. Last time I was there, there were people from London and Paris, um, and there was a whole group of people who were doing sound healing. You never know who you're going to meet. Latino buying power is huge and rising fast. If you want to tap into this new market, then connect by advertising in Ola Carolina magazine. This glossy Spanish-language magazine is published monthly and reaches over 70,000 Spanish-speaking residents in western North Carolina. Ola Carolina magazine is about much more than just speaking Spanish. It's about Latino culture. Visit OlaCarolina.com and transform how you attract, engage, and connect with Latino customers. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport, fly Allegiant, American, Delta, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Be sure to go to our station's website to enter to win a pair of four-day tickets to Merlefest. It's coming up. And the drawing is April 16th, so enter soon. My guest today, Michelle Laub, is here talking about the uh, the ancient home of the Doltex and your journeys to this wonderful spiritual place. Uh, I'm just feeling it so much here, Michelle. And I want you to tell us a little bit now about how we can participate with you. Mm-hmm. Well, you could leave f- for your journey right out of Asheville, right out of the airport here. And Mexico is really not that far away. So people make their own plane reservations when they go. Everything else is included. 
So we take care of all of it, all the the entrance into the pyramids, the food, everything is taken care of, transportation. So the only thing you have to do is make your reservation and be happy about going. Um, and if you're really, if you're interested, you can go to my website. Uh, my website is Human Potential Unlimited. Human Potential Unlimited dot com is my website. And um, what I suggest that you do is that you sign up for a free consultation and have a conversation personally with me. And that's a 20-minute conversation. And I can answer your questions and give you all kinds of information. And we can get going on this on this wonderful journey. And what happens for people is when they decide to go on the spiritual journey, all kinds of things spiritually start happening. Just the decision that you make starts changing your life. And I love the stories that people tell me about that. Um, I want to tell you the story of one person who I, I know well who went on the journey. She was a jingle singer um, when she was in her younger years and then gave up doing all these, these jingles and stopped doing that and started studying other things. But she always had a longing to sing again. And on our journey, she told us about that. And so we asked her at one of our evening meetings where we recapitulate the day's experience um, if she would sing for us. And right on the spot, she made up a song about Teotihuacan. She still sings it to me. Well, from that time, she changed her life. She's now a jazz singer in New York. She has bands that play with her. She's gotten so many people from the time before to come together and play music. And she's the happiest she's ever been. And it's so thrilling to speak to her. So, and that's just one story. There are many stories. People found each other and got married. I'm not that I'm a love coach. I, I really am not. But when you're coming and living from your heart, you have so much love in your heart that you feel it easily with someone else. Other people really were healed of physical, have been healed of physical ailments by being there. People who had diabetes changed their eating habits and connected, reconnected with something else. So that every time I go, for me personally, it's been a different experience. It's a new beginning. And one time, one time, we were allowed to go under the caves of the pyramids. And those caves have not been excavated yet. And in that, in the caves, I can tell you that I could see the molecules in the air. And I will always remember, always remember that experience. Um, you meet people that you would never meet. Uh, Teotihuacan is built in, um, uh, in, as I said, in this bowl, and some of the mountains are volcanic. And so there's a lot of obsidian um, used for the artists use the obsidian in their carving. And there's rainbow obsidian, which is the only place you can find that in the world. And when you carve the uh, pieces in certain ways, um, you can make hearts and flowers and butterflies. It's green, usually green or gray and black. It's, they're very beautiful and quite unique pieces. 
And Mexican people are very generous. I just, I want to, I want to say that about it. And the people who live in the town, which is where the Dreaming House is, adjacent to the Pyramid City, the town is San Sebastian. Last year, I was there on my birthday. And I shared that birthday with two of the people from the Dreaming House itself. And the whole town made us a party. I had never had an experience like that before, and I probably never will again. And they all made these beautiful, beautiful pastries. And they knew that I am um, a person who does not eat wheat. I don't eat gluten. And so I had so many gorgeous flan dishes decorated with these beautiful fruits and flowers. And they sang songs to me and had put hats on my head. And, of course, the tequila flowed very well, too. And we had a great time. Well, I want to ask you, um, for somebody who, let's say, you know, as I opened the show today and I was talking about um, going into unfamiliar places and how that can bring growth and change, Mm -hmm. you know, for some people it's a little difficult Mm -hmm. to make that step. Uh, to to get out of their familiar zone, how would you, Michelle, uh, encourage uh-huh. somebody to uh, think outside a little bit and and mm-hmm. perhaps sign up on this journey uh, to someplace unknown, uh-huh. maybe with people they don't know, to take that step? Mm. Well, I, that's a great question. One of the things that we've integrated into this program is that we have group calls before we go so that we can plan and get to know each other before we even get there. And then for 45 days after we go, we also have calls. And because people are changing, they do change. So it just, if you're a person who looks at your life and and has this idea sometimes, there must be more to this. There must be more to me. There must be more to my life. This is a journey for you. And we've really set it up in a way that we help you before and introduce people to each other and we get to know you as well so that as we plan the trip, we plan the trip based on the people who are going with us. And then we have that time to debrief afterward. And people do say, you know, people do say that when they come back, they're not the same. And that's where we have the work that we can do, because how do we come back to our families, our jobs, the way life is in the United States after that trip? And that's why we've included, and this is um, Kevin, Marina, and I, we had we decided that this is what we want to do. I'm so glad you asked that question, because we want to make sure that people carry this with them, that they make a change that stays within them. And so many times, and I just love that idea because, you know, we take these journeys, maybe not intending them to be spiritual journeys, but anytime you travel, life changes. And then you're not debriefed. You go, boom, right back into your mainstream life as if Mm -hmm. that had just been a dream. Uh, This is so much more um, holistic. It's, It's like a circle, of connectingness. Mm -hmm. And that's such a beautiful thing. So Michelle, I want to make sure that everybody knows your website again, so we can connect with you. Uh Uh-huh. My website is humanpotentialunlimited.com. 
com. And if you think about what I talk about, maybe that will trigger you to realize that that makes some sense. Absolutely. And I want to be sure, you know, when we talk about the Doltec wisdom and how it's activated through those living four agreements, um, let's let let's review them one more time. Okay. The four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. And that's such an all of those are so important. And Michelle, I can't thank you enough uh, for being here today with us and sharing this just this beautiful, beautiful way of looking at life and of living our lives. And I hope that people feel a change just listening to our conversation today and I thank you so much and would love to have you back on the show after your journey in September and tell us those dates again Um, September 27th till October 2nd it's over a weekend we meet on a Thursday and come back on Tuesday and we could fly just right here out of the Asheville Regional Airport yes that's perfect your journey here and you come back and you're (laughs) here and and you follow up I love that yes well Michelle thank you again for being on the show today and I wish you just so much joy and happiness Mm -hmm. and and you've brought that to us right here today thank you thank you for giving me an opportunity to share my joy it's my pleasure well this is Marilyn Ball you've been listening to speaking of travel I I want you to go out and remember, be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. And remember, don't postpone joy. You are-